This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Coming up this hour, we revisit our series Reimagine Chicago. We'll look at why Chicago aldermen often operate like mini mayors than full-time legislators. Plus, if you want to learn the ins and outs of audio storytelling, well, look no further than the free Vocalo Storytelling Workshop. We'll hear more about it from a participant and the lead of the program. But first, Illinois hospitals are facing a surge in children with respiratory problems. Doctors say more kids are getting sicker earlier in the school year. Many hospitals are nearing capacity and don't offer inpatient care for kids. Joining us now is a pediatrician from one of the hospitals that does offer hospital beds for children. Dr. Allison Bartlett is an associate professor at the University of Children's, at the University of Chicago's rather, Comer Children's Hospital. Her focus is infectious disease. Hi, Dr. Bartlett. Welcome. Good mo- Hello. Thank you for having me. So what are these kids catching that's sending them to the hospital? So they are catching a virus that is most likely enterovirus D68, which is a really fancy name, but it's related to a virus that causes the common cold. And um, it is causing children with asthma to have uh, more severe breathing problems, but it's also causing children who don't have asthma or any underlying health condition to have asthma-like symptoms and sometimes require respiratory support in the hospital. Wow. Yeah, my daughter caught a cold last week. Uh, She's in high school, and and I remember when she caught the cold, I, first of all, was panicking. I thought maybe it was COVID. Uh, But she said, oh, no, no, Mommy, it's fine. You know, a lot of my friends are getting this at school. It's been going around. Uh, We tested her, and, of course, it wasn't COVID. It was a cold. But I, I had no idea that it was to this extent, Dr. Bartlett, that it was just it was happening across the city. It is happening across the city, the state, and the country, frankly, Uh, and not surprising that fortunately your high schooler wasn't particularly sick with this. This is absolutely the kind of illness that causes problems more frequently in younger children. Mm -hmm. We think probably because they haven't been exposed to it as many times as uh, teenagers and adults have been. Yeah. Does this have to do anything with with fewer kids and teachers wearing masks this year? Certainly, wearing masks absolutely helps prevent the spread of all of our respiratory viruses, so that's definitely a contributing factor. Um, We also tend to see this virus in in even-numbered years. So the first sort of big um, outbreak that we noticed was in 2014, and we saw it again in 16 and 18. 2020, when we were not back in school and masking. We mm-hmm. didn't see it very much. And now here it is again in another even numbered year. Yeah. So what do you think? Would it be safer to just go back to mask mandates, even though most kids are getting things other than COVID, as we've outlined? So that's a completely fair question, right? Respiratory viruses, whether they're COVID or flu or enterovirus D60 or just a common cold are no fun. Uh, And so, you know, I think that there is a lot to be said for making sure we're using all of the tools at our disposal to help prevent spread of infection. Yeah. I mean, because it's not lost on me that my child who picked up this cold is the one that wears her mask fewer times. I have another child that's just stuck to her mask. She will not take it off. And she was fine. So that's why I asked that question. It's true. I think one of the the pieces that's tricky about this in particular, again, is it's making our younger children sicker, right? Those ones who can't themselves wear a mask. So it's sort of on us to help protect them. Exactly. So as you mentioned, there's a special risk then for, for kids who have asthma. Tell us the steps that families can take to 
protect those kids? And and then talk about what steps the schools can take. Great question. So, I, you know, I think in terms of families who know that their children have asthma, certainly any cold that they get can make their symptoms worse. This one is just extra uh, potentially severe. Making sure that you have your asthma action plan, that you have your regular controller medications and your rescue medications, you know, on hand and with you so that if you start having symptoms, you can uh, manage those. And so I think that the rest of the advice for families of children with asthma is the same for all the kids across the board in terms of staying home when you're sick, washing your hands, you know, encouraging masking, coughing into your elbow, the sort of vampire look that we used to teach kids before mm-hmm. uh, COVID and, and we switched to masking. Yeah. I mean, all of those prevention uh, m- uh, methods are really helpful for everyone. So help us understand, why are so many children's hospitals transferring their patients right now? So children's hospitals are getting full. So many of the children that we're seeing with this uh, enterovirus infection are needing respiratory support. Uh, sometimes we can handle that on a regular inpatient floor in the hospital. Sometimes they need to go to our ICUs. And uh, this is on top of all of the usual right, patients that we have, our children with cancer, kids with other chronic diseases, and our patients who've had trauma. And uh, in some hospitals uh, in the city and across the country, there is a staffing shortage as well. We heard a lot about this sort of earlier in the pandemic, um, you know, it takes a very special person to be a pediatric nurse or a pediatric intensive care unit nurse, uh, and uh, many of them have left. And so we are, some places have beds physically available, but no one to help take care of the patients. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, at Comer, we are in an okay place with terms of staffing, uh, but there's just not enough pediatric beds uh, to go around. Yeah, a lot of patients are getting transferred to you at Comer. Yes, Absolutely. The uh, deputy director of the Illinois Department of Public Health put out a statement discouraging hospitals from transferring their patients. What effect do you think that that statement will have? Well, I, I think that that is a is a difficult a difficult proposition, especially for pediatric patients. Um, you know, many community hospitals have closed their pediatric beds, uh, and so they're they are not. Uh, they don't have the sort of skills and expertise to care for pediatric patients. Uh, and again, many of these children are needing you know, pediatric intensive care unit beds, and those are a very uh, precious and limited resource, but we also don't want children to not get the care that they need. So what are you going to be watching for, Dr. Bartlett, in the coming weeks and months? So we, we have been operating under our, our surge plan, sort of in crisis mode for a few weeks now, uh, and are in close contact with all of our colleagues across the city and the area, and, um, you know, doing what we can to support our patients in the hospital and, you know, get folks who are ready for discharge out promptly and spread the message about everyone working together to prevent the illnesses and uh, hopefully prevent the hospitalizations. Dr. Allison Bartlett is a pediatrician at Comer Children's Hospital at the University of Chicago. Thank you, Dr. Bartlett.